Coming up on episode 49 of the Helly Years podcast, we salute and honor the life and legacy of the notorious B.I.G. That's right. The Biggie Smalls episode is finally here. We're joined by my 309 brothers from throughout the country. We revisit some old memories and stories and have a blast along the way. Thank you so much for checking us out. The Hella Years Podcast, episode 49, starts now. The Hella Years Podcast. The Hella Years po- Podcast. With Zach Woodruff, Filet, Ma- Maintain, Hip Hop, and Wellness. Yo, yeah. Ah, that's dope. Like, your goes down here. Oh, if you got some speakers, it will knock your that's speakers, all I'm right? You feel like you're on the spaceship or some shit. That shit will get you on, man, right there. Yeah, oh, bro. yes, Alio just tapped in too. So oh, that's gotta, dope. We got to push some buttons, man. We got a, a, a big celebration going on tonight. Peace and love. What's up, everybody? It's the Hell of Years podcast. Second episode of the week. We yeah. did Puff Daddy last night. We're giving it up for Bad Boy Entertainment. Bad, yeah. boy. bad boy. My bad boy brother's in the building. We're going to talk B.I.G. What's up yeah. with you, Filet? What's up, boy? Night number two. Let's do it. Let's do it. You know? I'm here with your crew, bro. The yeah. Whole, we've been fucking around before. <laughs> These guys are awesome, bro. Yeah, we're about to have a lot of fun. Yeah, this shit about to be off the hook tonight. Yeah, man, we're going to go all around the country, all around Literally. the room right now. We're going to bounce out to Ohio one time. Big Cephas yes, in the building. Sir. What's up? How you feeling, yes, man? You stayed, up late. you stayed up late for tonight, man. Man, ain't nothing. You know, I had a nap. Y'all was talking about naps earlier. Maybe <laughs> get one in. <laughs> Oh, hey. We were oh, talking hey. about naps, man. You're yeah. looking good, man. Happy 309 yeah, day, man. Right, Let's bounce right, out to Las brother. Vegas one time. What's up, Juice? What's up, Jason? How you feeling tonight, brother? Man, I'm blessed. I'm here. Yeah, man. This is a this is a great occasion. Let's just keep bouncing all around. Let's head to the Bay Area one time. What's up, kid? Kid. Hey, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey kid he was looking at all his fly ass shoes do, do we need to to message him to turn the speakers back on or something you lose kid audio? somebody get kid is somebody yeah you yeah. no no yeah you yeah him. that's him that's kid okay all right choco <laughs> we'll come back to him what's up choco how you feeling brother i'm good man i'm happy to see you guys very 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 happy to see everyone and my brothers, man, for sure. Man, it's yeah, a beautiful yeah. thing. And then I think Alio's tapped in too, but like he's having a hard time connecting or something. There goes Kid. He just tapped back in. So let's oh, put him he on must right be there. With Tony can you hear us now, Kid? Are you good? I can. Nice. Oh, he's back. What's happening? Yeah, hey, what's happening, brother? You're looking good, man. Happy 309 day to you. Happy 309 day, y'all. You already know, man. We already got some homies around the rest of the world tapping in too, man. The homie Justin Trot saying, what's up? What's up? Hey. On the side, you know what I'm saying? He's talking about that new intro. Our, our brother Big Dante from out there in the 916. Of course, my wife, he's got to tap in to celebrate for 309 Day, man. You know, it's 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 a it's a good thing, man. So, yeah, we're just going to start adding more and more people to to the chat right now. And look at look at who just joined us as well, man. Alio is in the building. Hey. Alio. A little dark, but I love 309. Hey, what's up with you, Alio? How you feeling tonight, brother? I'm blessed. I am definitely blessed. A little bit under the weather, you know, dealing with the storms out here, but and hanging out with all these kids. But uh, but it's good, man. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Absolutely. I'm I'm blessed. Hey, so, uh, yeah, Filet was alluding to it. He's like, yeah, man, you hanging out with, with my old crew tonight, right. man. 
This is a good thing. Yeah, the 309 voice. <clears throat> so it's 309. And I, and I think I want to go to Kid because I, I feel like 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 Kid and and, and Jason uh, Juice are like the they're like the OGs that like got this shit going. So I think I want to I want to go to uh, to start with Kid and just give me a little bit of history. If like we were to describe just you know three oh nine, and then I I have I have Jason in there with you too, man. Just take us back to like how we got started and just uh, the friendship and, and where that all began. So it's crazy how a job can, can really connect a group of people. Um, you know, we all worked at this place called the Warehouse Entertainment, you know, a place where you go and steal music. Um, <laughs> yeah. and hence why they're no longer around. Um, and it, it was just a, a great dynamic between amongst us friends and we just clicked and it was just a, a an amazing time where everything that we talked about it was just we had so much to we had so much in common and that's what it was uh we liked the same things um we liked some of the same girls um what else is <laughs> whoa <laughs> it got real quiet for just a hot second <laughs> it's 804 sir we, we've been doing this for officially four minutes rock you know here's the thing you know just just like how it is right now um music gets people together this place that we worked at you know had a ton of music and that's where yep. we wanted to be we wanted to be we wanted to surround ourselves with with music with great people and sell this music to we that's something that we knew whether we were a part of the music industry or not didn't really right. matter but just like what you're doing now with this podcast is bringing people together and that's what music does and here yeah, we you are. know I'm so thankful that even after all these years, because y'all, this is like 96, 97, 98 when we're right. at the warehouse. And this is a great time in hip hop too, right? This I mean, a, you, you know, you think the, of just everything that was coming out around that pot time. of fucking hip hop. Yeah, and we're getting them early and we're getting promo stuff and we're getting to just connect on this music that, you know, we're all young men just coming into our own and, and really embracing hip hop. And it was a good time to work at a music store and have access to all of these. Oh, these, for sure. These records. We yeah, got to shout out uh, Astro, too, because there's a seventh member that uh, is not with us tonight because he works real, real early in the morning. He said he got to be up like at 3 a.m. So we're going we gonna to send a little love to, to Astro one time. But, uh, yeah, man, so 309, that was the number of the warehouse, right? Store number yeah, 309. Store number. And so it, it kind of it became our, our click name, and we ran with that. And uh, it's just uh, something we've... We've always tried to stay connected and it's been nice the last couple of years we've been kind of a group text and we all check in and some weeks it's a little more active than others but we share shoes and we share stories and right. uh you know just getting Take to see pictures. y'all yeah and we'll get to the pictures <laughs> in a minute <laughs> You can't I, wait, I, huh? I'll just I'll show one real quick. I'll give y'all one picture, man. Hey, hey, Donna. Hey. I'll give y'all one more. Hey. hey. What you know about the Tommy Boy lanyard? <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, we were talking Talk about, about that, that earlier. We <laughs> Them lanyards were as hot commodities, bro. See, do you remember? Uh, you remember real. those? You remember those Tommy Boy lanyards? What do you remember about yeah. those, man? Those oh, were hot. yeah. Those things was coveted, man. We had to get one. Different colors, always rocking it, no matter what. At work, off work. Oh, yeah. Now, I see both of y'all got, like, walls of shoes behind you guys just going up to the ceiling. My goodness. Look at that. Kid and Steve right now. That's that man's fault right there. Kid's the one that got me in the, in the shoes. Boots when I moved out there, me. that's where my paychecks went. Trying hit to keep up with kids. You want, what you want me to hit the, you, today, fuck, hit the fucking button, dude. Fuck I'm your shoe. Today, <laughs> let's see. I don't got a shoe cam. I got to take it off. Right. I didn't turn mine. I didn't turn mine on. Shit. Oh. Oh, my God. We know these. Those are okay. clean. We this know these. See, these fucking 309 guys. These fucking yeah. 309 guys. I'm not, I'm not in there. I'm oh, not in Spider Verse. I see. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, hold on. Oh, you got the We the Best oh, Fighters right there. Oh, these oh. fucking 309 guys. <laughs> I'm not in, I'm not in the one. fucking button boots. Oh. These fucking 309 Fuck guys. your shoes. I love Jeez, it. I love it. 309 guys. What oh, man. Fuck, this man. is great. There's so, many, there's so many more cameras than I'm used to pushing buttons on. Right now, y'all. Hey, shout out to my brother Earl. What's up, Earl? What's up, Ellie? Tapping in, man. It's gonna be a good night. So, I mean, let's 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 do a little uh let's do a little talk on Biggie because yeah. uh you know it's a sad day Today as far day. as hip hop history because yeah. March 9th, 1997 was the uh, night that Biggie Smalls was murdered in yeah. Los Angeles. And, you know, we talked about Puff last night. And honestly, I thought about this after the episode. Like, I really only had a couple of minutes of, like, stuff I wanted to talk about with Puff. Right. I really just want to talk about Biggie. Yeah. Because, like, when I think about music and hip-hop, like, my head doesn't just go straight to Puff. It goes, it like, Biggie, Biggie is, right. like, one of those ones. Right. Even though I'm a West Coast dude. Right. No, he, he had a huge impact. Yeah, so oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this just because I see that uh, Cephas is wearing a Biggie shirt, and when we were getting ready for the show and we were playing Unbelievable, he's rapping like word for word, bar for bar, long. So I feel like you could speak on getting the conversation started. Biggie Smalls, his legacy, his place in hip hop. What are your thoughts on that? Man, I actually I was thinking about it. I remember exactly where I was when I first heard him. I I saw the video for Juicy come on. And I was at my cousin's house. I, I was we were in West Virginia, hanging out at his house. And then this video just came on, and everybody just stopped talking. And we turned and looked at the TV. Big dude, yellow jersey on, just sitting there rapping. We was like, "What?" And we started listening to what he was saying, and we just we we just started talking about him. The rest of that night, we were just looking it up, trying to find out, you know, who this guy was, asking other people who he was. And that was I was remember that was my first time hearing Big. The juicy video. So, Juice, hey, what, what do you remember about Juice? Yeah, what do you remember about Big when you were first? You know, you're just a, a couple years older than us, not by much though. So, you're a young man at the time Biggie's coming out. What do you remember about him? Yeah, so when Big first came out, I mean, I've always been big West Coast hip hop fan, and uh, you know, he was one of those East Coast cats that kind of snuck in 
to my view. And I, you know, I didn't really, wasn't interested in kind of getting down and listening to it, but he had that undeniable talent and voice. He kind of just drew you in. So I, I, I got hooked and been hooked ever since. Mm-hmm. Choco, what do you remember about B.I.G. when you was first hearing him or your thoughts on the man and his legacy? The stories. Just the way he told the story, you felt like you were there when you listened to Big talk about that shit. Like, yeah, bro, like he really got the rope and told a bitch to fucking call him and tell him some other shit. Like that story to tell joint, bro, I've never. <laughs> you can't tell me there's 10 better songs than that in the world. You can't You can't tell me that. And those, that's not even his best song. Right. Right. I always like the line, a T-bone steak, cheese, eggs, and Welch's grape. Right. <laughs> that's honestly, no, that's like a bar, man. That's some good, like that's that's some good shit right there. Filet, man. Like, like, what are your thoughts really on real. Biggie, man? Yeah. Um, again, like for a lot of my consumption of East Coast hip hop came via videos, and he his videos captured me and of course like you know came with the in the, this video in particular right like what Cephas was just talking about this shit captured me right like and like engulfed me and of, of course for uh, you know west coast dudes the box immediately this shit was this shit was getting ran up like we was going to other people's house running this shit up on they, they, they house you feel me we was from the hood like we was going to other niggas houses running biggie up on their house like on the box like bro you know what i mean not even at your shit you know what i'm saying like because yeah. then this. you have to pay on the yes, box yes you did so that's why you go to your you go to the, the to, you know to the little female house yeah and then, you feel me you go to the little the little trick hour you go to the little buster house you go running up at their house you know I what see. i'm saying yeah and you go well, mama the ain't home you exactly call it the day, up and you just run they shit up you watch this shit like 30 times in a row yeah that's the shit i was doing kid what do you remember about big at the time or even just this song this juicy that video just the energy of biggie when he's coming out man it's just uh it, it was a, a definitely a, a radio banger you know when you heard it in a club it was just like yeah time to two-step <laughs> you know <laughs> you had to grab you uh, some it, Oh, well, one thing that's great is also that he's he's an amazing storyteller as well too. Yeah, that's like what Choco was saying. You know, like yeah. the dude just got ridiculous bars. Paints Whoa. a great picture. You know what I'm saying, Alio? When when you think about Big Man, I know you're feeling a little under the weather. I appreciate you tapping in with us, but man, you know you was there, right there with us, Biggie. What what do you think about the man? Hands down, one of the top. You know, one of the top lyrical lists. That can that can just flow. Um, at that time, I mean, it was you know 97, 90, 96, 97, 98. Um, man, when he, I was, I, I'm from the East Coast. I'm from the West Coast, but I, I ended up liking a lot of the East Coast stuff anyway. But when Biggie came out, and then it, it his energy, his his you know his his being overweight had nothing to do with, with the way with the, when he came out and he spoke his physical appearance had nothing to do with it and right right it was, it was just man that was just like speaking the way he spoke 
the vision that he had and putting it into words was was hard to to come by at, at those times and even I, th I think nowadays it, you don't get a lot of that um and then compared at that moment with the rivalry that was happening with the west coast i think it just elevated him more because he just kept on stepping it up <laughs> with tupac mm -hmm. right you gotta throw tupac in there when you talk big you have to throw tupac oh yeah we're gonna there. get to a little tupac yeah, conversation but, tonight. but we at have that to, moment absolutely. it was just it was just it was just elevated he was just rising and rising and rising and biggie man to me is just I love Biggie, man. He was dope. <laughs> Just amazing. My, my wife said Biggie always had a way of putting stuff where, like, he could say some nasty ass shit in the, the nicest way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he had to because it wasn't like the dude was hella good looking or nothing. Right, exactly. He just had to have mouthpiece. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, you know, my wife's like, you know, Biggie always could say, like, the nastiest shit in the, you know, the nicest way. And, yeah. and most rappers can't do that. Yeah. All right, so let's let's do this. I want to go around a little bit and just uh and just ask a little bit about um maybe people's favorite like big record. If if you get to pick one big all record, time. all time you oh, get. If, don't think about it too much. So sorry, sorry, Juice. I'm putting you on the spot first, but like you get one big record. What is it? Mm, to be honest, I like his verse off of Young Cheese. On the uh, on the No Way Out. Yeah. Yeah. With I Jay like on it verse. too. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah man. Combination, anything with him and Jay on it was always fire. That's, mm -hmm. a, that's a fact. All right, kid, you're up. You get one big song. What do you pick? Suicide Thoughts. Oh, that's what you was talking about. On that Ready to Die. We're going to have to talk too because I think we got more votes for Ready to Die than we do for Life yeah. After Death because... We'll, we'll just have to see but you know you got the ready to die hat on choco you get one pick what is it brother oh mine is i already said it story to tell hands down yeah yeah for sure for sure cephas you get a pick what's your one big song man just one <laughs> <laughs> it makes like it tough, hypnotize, man like hypnotize i remember when when, when that dropped i mean that that one talking kid was talking about the, the radio and stuff in the clubs when that dropped in the clubs, hypnotized, I mean, the people, the, the energy in there and the way the people went crazy. Yeah, that's a stupid record right there. That's yeah. a dumb one. That's a dumb Bring one back right the memories. You know, for like, you get one pick. What is it? Fuck, unbelievable, bro. Okay. That's a good record too. It's one of my favorite songs. Alio, you got a pick for me? You get one big uh, song. What is it? Yeah, I'm trying to think of the underground that I heard that I can't remember because it has been so so long. But I mean, if one has to come out, you know, I, going back to Cali, I like going back to Cali. Yeah, that's a great that's record. A good too. record too. See, that's what I'm saying. It's so fucking so hard. Yeah, and like hard. I struggle because I I go back and forth between like you know the like the the go to. Juicy or Big Papa, or right. even like the One More Chance <laughs> remix, right? right. Like one more those are classics. Right. That's right. one. That's <laughs> one. Oh, I might have to That's go with the One More One More Chance remix. That's just the picture that he painted for me in the store, and it was just such, such a gangster fucking way he put it. Like the way the, the way he was talking, his shit was like the realest shit ever. Like I don't know, some fucking New York nigga. Like what? 
<laughs> hey, you know that was that, that was supposed to be, I think, John Starks that he was talking about in that one. You're right. Where he really went down. From the New okay. York Knicks? That old <laughs> basketball player? What? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Word I did is. not know that. Wow. Yeah, I really that. went down like that. All right, so uh oh hold on. Who Who's do we got? Oh, I think Maintain is joining oh, us too. Maintain's here. Yeah, man. I saw he's holding his phone the wrong way too, though, man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> maintain, you gotta hold your phone sideways, bro. Oh, he signed off. See, now I gotta push all the buttons again. Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't as prepared, like having you gotta like make templates of all these little things with all the cameras. So I'm just keep keep clicking all these little plus signs right now, but that's fine. Yeah, we're so we're oh, there he is. is that him? There you go. There you go. All right, let's assign him to number six, and then let's. Uh... God damn it! I did hey. it again. Hey. Yeah, maintain. Yeah, maintain. All right, let's just start. Y'all just have to put up with this. Uh, all these <laughs> buttons that I'm pushing and and, and, and stuff. Like right that now, hoodie. Man. All right. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Man. Hey, maintain. What's up, brother? Oh man, oh. quick tap in with y'all real quick, man. I'm about to have dinner with my my youngest real quick, and uh, you know, it was three oh nine night. I was letting y'all thug it out. I still wanted to say hello. <laughs> yes, sir, man. Appreciate you, brother. <laughs> yes, sir. Is, man. Uh, yeah. Domino <laughs> saying what's up, too. Y'all know we, he's our uh, neighborhood producer here. Domino up, part of the Helios family. Yeah, what's All right. bro? All right, so no. by show of hands, we're gonna we're gonna pick. I, I already know some of y'all are gonna pick Ready to Die, but if you get to pick one big project, because really there's only two. I'm not gonna count duets, I'm not gonna count no. Born Again. Uh, we we got ready to die and we got life after death. How many votes are for ready to die? Life after death. Life after death. Hey, we split it four and four. That's not too bad. Really? That's not bad. Yeah, this one though, man. I just feel like a double CD. <laughs> oh man, dude, come that's on! It was fire, bro. I'm not, bro. Not, I'm not gonna Listen. say it was weak. It wasn't that. Obviously, it wasn't weak. Right, right, right. But, but Jesus that's right. Like Diddy's Diddy too. You guys talked about it last night. Diddy know what he was doing. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. They, so they picked up the story perfect on life after death, and that's why I like it so much. You feel me? Plus, you do get two CDs, but like. He just kept telling that same story from the first one. You feel me? There's not a huge difference between the two. If you listen to them back to back and close your eyes, you don't know which one you're listening to. All right. I was, I was saying that about him. I was saying that hey, about ma- him. Maintain. We was talking about this. Uh, a few of the fellas were, were just uh, saluting big storytelling. As an MC, what are your thoughts right. on just his storytelling, if, if you could share with us? Oh, he in that slick Rick category. You know what I mean? Like, you uh, definitely want to one of the best for sure um and i really like i feel like most of big's records for stories not that he wasn't being honest and from the gut that was just the way he presented his artistry and his bars so he was always crafting something in there full of detail and you know what i mean make you stop and listen shit yeah absolutely so i mean i don't know there's just so much to talk about and unpack when it comes to biggie right, right. is he one of Yes, he's one of the greatest of all time. Obviously, is he any of of you guys here with us tonight? Is he anybody's number one? Number one, number one. 
That's kind of hard oh. to say, number one. <laughs> He's in my I top mean, favorite he, from oh. just New York. Fuck your list. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I just wanted to definitely up there. You just wanted an excuse to use that one thing. Pretty much. Him. I mean, is he is he is he, is he top three? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Does ever? It mm. ever? Yes. If, ever. If 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 I'm not being biased, if yes. I'm not being biased, absolutely. Right. You have what? Who? If I'm well, not being biased, but I am biased. Right. Okay. <laughs> but again, fellas, we're basing this off of two albums. Right, right bro. And I don't think I don't think like I think mm. it's wrong to put him in that conversation like that. It's you tough, right? Because I, mean? I mean, if he, he, he would have had the opportunity, to, he don't got the body of work, right? Yeah. Did you know? And then it's disrespecting those that are still alive. You feel me? Right. They got to do great things and be influenced by them. Yeah, I feel you on that. But now so, let me. Let, so do we put him in a special category? Yeah, I think so. I, yeah, yeah. I Why mean, I, but everything he touched. I mean, I'm, I, there's not a lot of downfall. Right. <laughs> there's not, much, there's not much he touched that didn't turn into gold. Unfortunately, I mean, right. he just he That's had that true. he had that touch. So I mean, you got to put him in that category, and just right. There wasn't something that you listen to and you'd be like, oh, that big Biggie on that one. He was black. You, you just right. don't hear right. that. No, there's so, there's none of that. Hey kid, do you know how old Biggie was when he passed? He was twenty something. Was he in that twenty five club? Four, twenty four, twenty five. Like he was young. He was. I think he was even younger than Pop. Honestly, I think he was. Yeah, he was younger than Pop. They all in yeah. that twenty five club, right? Yeah, man. Twenty four. No, twenty four. Because I think he. Okay. So I mean, let's let's see, let's let's uh, brainstorm a little history. What we do know on the man, right? Because I think he was born in May of '72. So yeah, that would have if it was '97, he would have been 24, right? And he was born in Brooklyn, right? And uh, I don't know much about his dad. Obviously, I know he was raised by his mom, and I know he got his nickname May being first May 21st. That's when he was born. 1972. Yep, 72. Brooklyn. So. He was a he was a big kid, and that's why they called him Big. Like he got that right. nickname as a kid. That wasn't just like some Biggie puppet. Smalls. Well, he got Biggie, Biggie Smalls first. No, he wasn't. He was big first. He got Biggie Smalls like when he was like I don't know 12, 13, 14, and he started okay. selling crack. And there was a movie I watched a little something about this. It was like in the seventies or something. And there's a character in there, and they called him Biggie Smalls. And so then he adopted that and started going by Biggie Smalls. And then I believe. He got arrested a few times, and then he went to jail, right? Am I right on that? Do y'all know that? I think he went to jail. Pretty sure. I don't know, crazy big. Nah, he did like a, I don't know, eight, nine months or something in like North Carolina or something, right? He was locked up. And but and I think during that time, and he had been arrested, I think he had a pistol or something, and then he like got violated on that. And then whatever, he got caught up on a crack charge or something. Yeah, and you're so right. I, it happened in the one. Yeah, and then I think seventy-eight, more eight got me straight. Not able to move behind them great steel gates. See, there you go. Thank you, sir. (laughs) (laughs) And I think probably those nine months while he was locked down, I I wonder what like Big was thinking about. I mean, do you? uh, He comes out and and starts making the demo, and then I think uh, he gets it. Is it the source? Was he in the unsigned hype? Who knows about that one? Like, I feel like he was. It was unsigned hype for sure. It was for sure unsigned hype. Yeah, he was. That's what that Raider gear on. One hundred percent. Like that's what that's what catapulted him. Like they knew about him before that, but that's when we all knew about him. If you was checking for right. it at that time, the source was everything. Right. The source was everything. Like 
as far as the whole like magazine. So when we saw that, we were like, who? Now we now we check it. Now we trying to be like, all right, where's this at? Where's that at? Right. The yeah, the source magazine was the shit though. Bro. Wasn't it? Yes. And you judged everything on them five mics. What did who who knows? Course, you were certified. Five mics. Mm. <laughs> what did Ready to Die get? Platinum. You would go platinum before you went platinum. That's right. a good question. What did Ready to Die get? It was up there. It might have got all five. Can't quote me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. Somebody gonna do a Google? I'll do a Google real quick. I'm pretty sure. The first one got five. Okay. Four point five. See, no way. It it got four and a half. This funny, y'all, because I know we. I I had to bring up that line a little bit ago. I'm gonna put the the little comment from wifey back up. She was like, "Is anyone gonna talk about how the uh, T-bone steak, cheese, eggs, and Welch's grape is the least sexiest meal to have (laughs) before you get it on?" (laughs) That's a good point. It it truly is. All right, so smoking or not, if you've been smoking, it's, it's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a drunk meal. Is, he was coming out the club, you feel me? And he was big. He was gonna be serious about what he wanted to eat. If you couldn't make this happen, don't come kick it with me. I'm going pretty to much. <laughs> oh, that's hella funny. It didn't get a five. That's crazy. You got four and a half. You know what? Yep. To be fair, to be fair, the they didn't give a lot of fives. Did they did not five. give yeah. a lot of fives back then. So I wouldn't give it a five. Very stingy with the five. No, I, what about life after death? I give it four and, and a half. Four and a half. I give. I would give ready to die for in life after death a four and a half. Because I think I don't know I think Life After Death Could have been one album With like 18, 19 songs on it Because I think Some shit on there Is like There's a few for me What? I'm I'm just being honest With y'all That could have not been on there A few I also like albums With a lot of songs on them too But I also love The double album Because like All Eyes On Me And like Wu-Tang Forever Life After Death Forever And All Eyes On Me Southwest Right Yeah We thought we was doing something Yeah Element of Surprise Element of Surprise I did not like The Bone uh, Art of War Double one That shit sucked (laughs) Yeah I wouldn't say it was a sucky dude, but you feel me? Right. Bro, I, like, I like how, I like how, Cho- I like how Choco said, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know how excited I was when I found out Bone was on Life After Death? Oh, yeah, let's talk oh, about that. Let's talk- I that went crazy. Let, let's talk about that record. His biggie records is the one. Oh, them dangerous. Oh, ain't too many can bang with us. Yes. Straight up, we know it ain't us. Label us label notorious. notorious. We didn't even know Biggie could rap like that until he right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. He stole their whole flow, but he was going crazy on that. He went crazy on that. Hey, and it takes forever for the song to start, too. It's like a 24 bar intro. Right, right. They just build the drums they up. They're like, no, nah, add yeah. the little add the little snare now add add the little hi hats and then do a little f- more ad libs this song still ain't started what it is like i'm here you know, for it did a lot of music together just off of this one moment there'd have been so much bone and biggie that'd have been crazy 
You might have got a whole album out of that. The song still ain't started. Right. I mean, the rapping. Right. I mean. <laughs> hey. Busy go crazy on the intro without Busy right there. Oh, that shit is ridiculous. That shit man. is ridiculous. Wait, waiting for him to start rapping. Uh, we all right. can roll up a whole new one real quick. It's about, it's about here. We're a minute and 12 seconds in. Hey, I'm just gonna say this. That was a cold way to say Tupac in a line. You know who? <laughs> he did it multiple times, bro. Yeah, but that one line where he says so-called beef with you know who, that was a that was a nice bar. I really when he, like when he say uh, if they had twins, Faye she probably had, had yes, two pocks. Two pocks. No. <laughs> that was the one. But let's yeah. also talk about how Pac got a song with Bone at the same time, and it was just exactly as crazy. Right. Ooh. So yeah. Yeah. matter of fact, isn't that on Art of War? When yeah, we were actually yeah we were actually talking about that before we got yeah, started, right? Yeah. So no, let, no. let me ask you this, Filet. I'm gonna I'm gonna have you get us started on the Pac and Big conversation, right. and just how you feel about that. Where you're like two of the all time greats of hip hop, right? Gone within a, a year of each other, uh, the biggest beef known to hip hop, arguably that ended as tragically as it could, whether they were connected or not. Right. Both of those men lost their lives to murder. Right. And they talked a lot about getting murdered and murdering <laughs> each, each other. other. And that's why I fucked your bitch, you fat <laughs> motherfucker. The hardest line ever. But start the conversation uh, on, on that right there. Uh, well, fuck, man. Like that. I think that beef itself um, ignited like this whole thing between the East Coast and West Coast that it sparked this this thing that I don't think anyone saw coming. Um, I don't think anyone saw the repercussions or the fallout that was going to come behind it. Um, I don't think, you know, Shook, I don't think Puffy, I don't think any of, like, you know, Snoop or Dre or anybody, the Dog Pound, you know, Junior Mafia, Little Kim, I don't think anybody saw the fallout that was going to come behind this, whether it was organized or not. Right. Um, it caused a major catastrophe in hip-hop where we lost two of the greats that we no longer got music from. We no longer got their versions of the story of what happened to them. Um, and we're, like we basically all got kind of left, like hung out to dry. Do you think at some point they would have reconciled? Um, I I believe I would hope so because they were both young twenties. Yes, and, and I was a a dumb fuck at that time. Of course, and I think that Pac is was smarter, uh, and had a bigger agenda for black and brown right. and artists in general because i think he he knew what the record labels were up to 
Because right. Pac had been through the ringer already. Big Hatton. Right. You know what I mean? And I think we were hit on that like last night a little bit, just on how like, you know, the deals that Puff dealt out to his artists were fucked. And I think Big mm-hmm. was on the fucked up deal. Right, right. At right. the end of the day. Choco, how you feel about just the whole Pac and Big relationship and like what comes to your mind? The the funny thing is at the time in the on the West Coast, I was telling one of my young people not too long ago that we used to be at house parties throwing up the West Side with nobody from the East Side and fucking in the party. Like we were really who right now, nobody. That's 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 how Pac made you feel. Yeah. <laughs> when you hurt, but when you hurt big, you have to stop and be like, wait a minute. Okay. This dude sounds like he know what he's talking about too, though. He does. <laughs> now you know now. what I'm saying. So it's it's a weird place because on the West Coast, like it was, it was really Tupac was everything. On right. The I remember that a lot about you, Juice. I remember just like, man, you you rode for Pac. You you were down for Pac, and we were all down for Pac. But I remember you fucked with Tupac. How did you feel about like when they were beefing and how that whole thing unfolded about? Now again, it's crazy because like you said, I always an enormous Pac fan from the beginning and but but Big's talent and his his skill and, and the way his delivery was just undeniable it's clear that dude had something that that you had to listen to just gravitate to everything that dude was talking about so uh, it, it would it would be hard to uh to have hip-hop without Big in it and so I appreciate uh, both both of those voices and would have appreciated being able to hear them kind of grow and evolve and watch where their lives would have went I think that would have been important to to have an opportunity to give them a chance to reconcile. I think it would have meant a lot to to, to black and brown people all together. So sad that we didn't get that opportunity. Sad we didn't get to see the evolution of where the directions could have gone. Yeah, absolutely. What are your thoughts on it, Cephas? Uh, kind of the same, man. I echo the same. It was uh, it 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 even though it was a lot of beef, it brought out some good music. Um, it 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 kind of did kind of teach us even though you know we 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 know the ending it kind of taught us a lesson going forward though they were martyrs to kind of teach how what not to do you know how to handle situations a little bit smarter and how it's a business and how it's hip-hop and kind of keep them a little bit you know separate from uh what the media and people say and and and, you know how things can get blown up i think you know it's it's a it's a powerful lesson. I, that's how I see it. I feel that. I do like that you did say it did bring about a couple of good records. And oh, I wonder, kid, if, if you want to start a conversation, I want to talk about two records real quick. That the first one rough. being Who Shot Ya? And the second one being Hit Em Up. So, <laughs> yeah. ooh, yeah, those are like, it, like, ooh, man. And it's, it's tough because people got murdered. Like, yeah. whether it was connected or not, and, nah, this Who Shot Your record isn't about Tupac. <laughs> really? And still, yeah. to this day, when I when I play one, I got to play the other right after it. Just I, I got to sure. hear them both. I'm just saying. So, kid, man, start that conversation on either of those records, I guess. Your thoughts on, like, those as diss records in hip-hop. Well, here, here it is. You know, it, it's like a boxing match. It's like a wrestling match. There's always somebody behind something that's going to instigate it, right? Because that's what makes money. People like controversy, people like um, the whole beef. So there's always miscommunication and misconceptions when it comes to, 
you know, when it comes to battling each other. So, like, like Steve said, it came out, you know, people came out with some great records, but there's always somebody behind some something that's going to create it. So, food for thought. Mm, interesting. Maintain, man. Your thoughts on either either the records, both of the records, just like they are great disc records, man. They are oh, fucking great. fantastic records. What do you think about those? So those 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 records are important to hip hop. I think what had to happen to them was uh, the media's fault. If you want me to be one hundred percent honest, um, we got to take accountability as as individuals, as human beings, black, brown people, white people, all the shit. But the media get away with doing funky ass shit and instigating. So when you want to look to who instigated that situation, that's the media. They both set it out their mouth before they died. This is not an East Coast, West Coast beef. There was East Coast and West Coast people inside of each camp at the same fucking time that they're flooding, you feel me, the consumers, uh, you know, brain with with the bullshit. So it's the same and thing so, we look with the internet now. Nothing's really changed. You know, right? That's a great. No, it's like it was but saying, great like, music, you know, for sure. Yeah, super great music. But hip hop needs know. the battle. The battles is hip hop. You know what I mean? Whether it's a DJ battleman or not, or right? MC. What you what you think, Billy? I know we'll hit him up still. We'll fucking. <laughs> 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 I know fuck, motherfuckers fuck. still listen to that song right now. And they'd be like, man, man, fuck Pac. <laughs> it is, it, it is the hardest intro. Like, because, I mean, I listened to Who Shot You, you know, like quite a few times, like before we, you know, did this, you know, the show and shit. And, you know, it's a, it's a fucking very good record. And, you know, he's getting that. But it doesn't hurt your feelings like hit him up. No. Fuck no. Fuck no. Fuck no. Hit him up hurts your fucking feelings and anytime it, somebody says right. first off when they start a sentence in my mind or coming out my mouth right like, right like motherfuckers is still listening man. to that record right now and and they like they're they're fucking still like shitting on Pac's name like yeah i feel you where does uh junior mafia and lil kim and all that fit into this conversation um they they, they are, have a place right of course but i think they just got you know um it's, it's it's sad because I think they got kind of left on the sideline. It was curious to me that Junior Mafia is Biggie's click and it didn't come out on Bad Boy. Like Puff didn't like sign that and well, put that out. Big was like, I got to get y'all your own money, your own bag. Um, love yeah. Junior Mafia and everything they did, but Hit 'Em Up is definitely one of those records <laughs> that affected <laughs> the future, and we've seen that happen with many. Records and crews, and, and that's what hip hop does, right? You feel what I mean? Yeah. Let me let me let me ask you. Uh, let's go. I want to go to to my brother Alio real quick because uh, you just your 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 energy and your love for for the world right now and the place that you're in. I just find it mm-hmm. real inspiring and, and just as a man and just what what you walk every day and, and what you preach and what you talk about. Um, I think you're in a real good place to share just your thoughts on like the tragedy and the sadness of seeing, you know, the, the, the business side of, of beef and of people that, you know, were going at each other and not really having the chance to be mentored or taught. And, and, you know, a lot of sadness, a lot of pain happened because of that. And I'm just wondering like from you and where you sit, like just some, some words of wisdom or, or what you think we can learn from that, that you could share, you know, with our younger generation. 
where I'm at now, completely different. As uh, you guys know, when I was in 97, graduating, knucklehead, didn't know anything. Um, and when I, when, I, when I reflect back on the rivalry that happened at that moment for a business stamp, from a business standpoint, I can see why the media did what it did. I can see why you had to pick. I mean, I picked at that moment too. I was all about Pac, but then <laughs> when 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 Biggie would play, I I yeah, good records, too. yeah, yeah, for sure. I danced to that too. You know, gr- growing up now, and I think I'm a little bit more mature. Uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> the rivalry is just. Man, it's a joke. <laughs> I mean, it, it it brings out it can it can bring out some good, but it ultimately brings out very negative and ugliness in us. Because then we would the rivalry instead of instead of appreciating one another's talents um, and demographics and the way somebody looks and so and, and 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 the way somebody speaks or where they came from instead of appreciating that um we find it uh either insulting or we find it um intimidating and then we then we when then we dig down we dig down deeper in the ugly space that we have and we reach in for that and we get that and then we we use that ugliness to try to overcome that that rivalry and that and then that as you can see in in real life that'll 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 kill and when it comes to murder death or all that that's just a sad situation um there is good rivalry for sure you know you got to be able to bat you know combat with some other people and you got to be able to uh uh see where you're at in, in comparison to where somebody else is at, and if you want to be able to um, over to, to challenge them or challenge somebody or, and, and try to make it in life, you definitely can. I, I mean, if you guys all don't know, maybe some of you guys know. You know, I gave my life to Christ when I met my wife, and you know that that challenge now is 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 not. I kind of don't care for it, really. I mean, I I, I want to be able to encourage as much as I can. I want to be able. But at the end of the day, it, it's reflected on me, right? And what I what I give out, and so you know, if somebody's doing better than me, great, good for you. I hope that I hope that gives you what you want. But me, I I think that I don't always say that because I'm trying to I'm trying to please a higher power. Mm. And so, if I wish that good on you, yes, I wish that good on you. I try to bless you as much as I can by just praising your your accomplishments, like this podcast. And what you know, you guys are doing um, in your in your everyday. But to me, it's, it's it's giving my life to to Yeshua, and 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 the rivalry that 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 happened at that moment. Mm-hmm. Although I you know I was involved with it very little because I I appreciated it. I loved hip hop, or I you know I I don't love it as much as I used to. It's 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 a sad situation when when that happens you know i don't mean to be a downer but i mean i'm just saying but it, um, it is though and I, and I look at all of us on, on this on this screen right now and the fact that we're all still here and that we're breathing and that we have the opportunity to still share our love and, and wish goodness upon each other it's like i'm at this place in my life that i'm just very grateful 
you know and right. when i think back on those years like the concept of gratitude what it was it was so much ego it was fun times you know absolutely yeah. you know but there was a lot of ego there's been so much time. growth since then yeah you know, and it's sad that Pac and Big never had that chance. And still, I mean, a lot of hip hop is competition, right? Like yeah. that that is, you know. Hey, but there's this stuff <clears throat> for Big and, and Pac, for example. Mm -hmm. um, they left us music. Their music has saved people's lives. You feel what I mean? Their music saves people's lives and saves other people's lives that people are coming across and don't know that this music is preventing me from doing what I want to do. So we got to remember that everybody's here mm. for a reason and everything happens for a reason. You know what Absolutely. I mean? <clears throat> we can't just be like, oh, I'm sad they're gone. They don't get no more music. Fuck that shit. You got to go listen to what they left you. You know what I mean? And appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate the music you've been making every week too. maintain. Let's drop that new one real quick. Let's go. Like a poker chip, smooth like grit, smoking grits, pack bros in my flip, or some academic storks. I ain't fucking with you, dorks in my own life. Never off course, of course, I maintain. In the diamond line, two to the face, like mess on a motherfucking quest, like a bad foot, stifling bad. Cough up a lung, you know where I'm from, California sun. Under California sun, the shower glasses, you make it warm like one for notorious. Rule numero uno. I'm a dope rock player, microphone motivator, never know where the stash can What's up right there, man? Hey, I appreciate that. Hey, check it out, though. Um, I appreciate you got wifey on that, man. That was that was real cool, man. Thank you, sis. That's where I was going with it, man. She showed up for me twice this week. You know what I mean? Domino continues to do his thing. You know, infamous ghost. Jose, ghost. everybody plays their part ghost. each week. I appreciate it, man. Uh, oh, that thing looks so yeah. crispy, bro. That thing looks so good. I'm having a good time, man. I appreciate y'all, man. I'm going to get it out of here, man, and go eat, man. My kid got this food pulling up. But I appreciate this, man. I'm glad I tapped in. It's yes, dope sir. to see people All with right, uh, friends of hella years. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. One yeah, love, y'all. Yeah. Peace. All right, there uh, we'll sign a uh, maintain off one time.
Yeah, man. So we still got a few minutes left yeah. before we wrap this whole thing up and, you know, call it another year for 309. It's crazy, <laughs> man. Plus That's one. A That's, That's a blessing. That's a lot of it. It's a blessing. Ain't nobody going to talk about the after parties at Boots and Courtney's? <laughs> <laughs> nobody, huh? Oh. Hold on, hold on, uh, hold on. I'm going to give it to you one time, Cephas. What do you no, recall about some... Don't give it to me. Let's talk no. about it. Oh, shit. That must have oh. been where that one picture came from. Wait, which... <laughs> Hey, there there were certainly some events and some some fun nights. Y'all gotta show that one picture, bro. Put it out there, bro. Which one? Y'all must have been after one of y'all parties, bro. I'm just saying. saying, This must have been after. I'm just saying. This has to been after one of y'all parties. After one of the 309 parties. Are we gonna do it? Yeah, bro. This after one of y'all parties. <laughs> Look at y'all out there, bro. Oh, hey, my God. Bro. real talk, though. Oh, my God. Bro, bro. Put the picture in Put it back out one time. Let it be over. Oh, my God. Don't Photoshop that. Yeah. If Instagram was out then, I would have had hella followers. Hey, look at how fresh we look, like, with all our giant shit on, too, though. Yeah, that's fly, bro. With the little bats. That's the one. I got that yeah. picture. Hey, girls used to steal those pictures. Exactly. <laughs> Indeed. Girls used to steal those pictures. I used to sign the pictures with my phone numbers on them. Real talk. Yeah. Everybody wanted them. Hey, no bullshit. No bullshit. We had little wallet-sized ones like you get. You know, <laughs> you know when you get... You get your pictures from school and you get the different sizes. We had the wallet size ones to hand out to motherfuckers like there. Here you go. Hey, <laughs> Put hey, that hey, shit in your wallet. Hey, how much did we oh spend on that giant gear though? Uh, I'm hey. gonna I'm gonna refrain from about talking that. about that one. <laughs> hey. I don't know nothing about nothing. I got my jersey at with I paid cash at a Giants game. So that's where I got my jersey from. <laughs> yeah. How much were those Timberland yeah. boots, Jews? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, y'all was oh y'all was on a mission. I nah, we just, yeah. we just having a good time, man. Of course, yeah. them all. We, we bartered with our pictures. That's what it was. That's, That's exactly correct. what y'all was doing. Bartering with y'all pictures. Yeah. <laughs> if if we go back to those years at, at the warehouse, three oh nine. Um, I'm just curious, like what we talked about big tonight, but I'm a, I'm gonna throw out one album, and I'm curious if any of y'all have one that you remember specifically being real excited about working there at the time. Mine was Wu Tang Forever. Like I was, yeah. you guys know, I was so into Wu Tang, and when that album, that double CD was coming, and there was like those promo, like little, you know, the like the size of like a record, like those little, yep. I don't know what you call them, those little flats or those little cards. Yeah. Uh, getting anything promo that had Wu Tang or W on it. Oh my God, I was so excited to be working at a music place when Wu-Tang Forever was coming. Any albums that you guys remember from that time when we were working there? Damn. Man, it was a lot of big ones, man. I remember Erica Badu album came out and dropped. Oh, yeah, Badu people is was coming by for that. Badu, yes. Wow. Yeah, I recall that one. What about you, kid? Anything come to mind? Uh, a bunch of, I think it was Outkast. Actually, it was like Brooks and Dunn, actually. I think I was oh, yeah, somewhere. Brooks and Dunn? <laughs> yeah, there was a line. 
Or for Brooks and Dunn. I think that's nah. yeah, that was that was the shit. That AT yeah. Aliens though, yeah. That AT was aliens. Everything that else was nice. I remember that one time nice. I was working there one night and uh this dude, uh, I think his name was Dumaka or Duraka and uh Kyrie from uh Young Black Brother came through. Mm. And like they were promoting now some some album, I forget which one, but I was so excited to see Kyrie. Like, oh man, that's the YBB producer. It was so cool. <laughs> I don't know. There was, I was just a lot of memories from that place, you know? Like there was Amazing. it was it was just a real fun time. And oh, yeah. we met a lot of people, got to be around each other as like we said, you know, young man just getting out of high school, coming into their own. You know what I'm saying? From different parts of the country, all just just connecting, man. I look back on those years, those years, and I'm I'm super thankful and and grateful yeah, for for each and every single one of you. Um, and Choco, Choco didn't even have an employee number. What the fuck? Yeah, hey, I'm the only non-employed 309er. He, he still had to come pick up the drop though, so like a day or two, or like a couple hours or something to make him right? official. Um, I think, real, think it was the official. You worked. I think one real day quick, we're gonna we'll go around the room real quick. I'm gonna start with you, Filet, just one time, and then I'm gonna throw it around to the three hundred nine brothers. But uh, closing thoughts for the night, my man. Oh man, just uh, good to be here on night number two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just just keep trucking, keep trucking, keep trucking. I'm feeling that right there, Ali. Yo, I'm gonna go to you first, my brother, man. Closing thoughts Easy. for the night. Uh, amazing thanks for having us on thanks for having me on peace and grace to all you guys i appreciate you i really do pray for you guys on the constant um wish just much blessings and 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 safety for all of you guys i really appreciate being on here man it was dope absolutely man let's take it to ohio one time man Cephas. Yes, sir. Staying I mean, up late for us man i appreciate that oh <laughs> uh, man it's nothing it's nothing yeah man i, I mean uh, the warehouse, man, that was one of the few places that, you know, I worked at a lot of places. One of the few places that I looked forward to going to, like, having fun there, kicking it, staying late after work hours and stuff, kicking it. Lifelong friendships, man. This is this, this is what it's about, man. Appreciate having me up here with y'all, yo. Absolutely. Choco. Hey, Stress Maddox tapping in too, saying peace. What's, What's up, up Maddox? Y'all go check out his latest single, man. You know, he's on everything, man. But hey, dang. Come outside, That man. big game strong. Yeah. Choco, man. Closing thoughts for the night, brother. I think uh, following up what you said, actually, thankful and grateful, man. I'm thankful and I'm grateful for all of you guys, for, for the friendships that we've had for all these years. I'm thankful for being alive still. You know what I'm saying? Real talk. Real uh, talk. A lot of us didn't make it for real, for real. So I'm, I'm grateful and thankful for every one of you guys, every last one of you guys. Love, straight up. Appreciate it. Juice, closing thoughts for the night, my brother. Man, thank you for having us. Much appreciated. You already know I got major love for all of y'all. Y'all are way more than friends. Y'all are my brothers. I appreciate each and every Man. one of y'all. Y'all, are, y'all impact and effect on my life. Man, that's a whole nother story. But thank you guys. Appreciate y'all and happy 309. Yes, sir. Kid, man, you got you to gotta be ready to take us home, brother. So, back in the days, warehouse days, 309 days was one of the most healthiest times of my life. You know, being able to see you guys, um, you know, reminisce brings me back to those healthiest times again. Um, mm-hmm. Getting off this podcast or going through this podcast, uh, I feel a lot more healthier. I know this is hip hop and health. So 
I want to be able to tie that in. I, I feel good right now. And I think for everybody who is watching, you know, if you haven't reached out to a friend from 26 years ago, reach out to them and talk about the good times because it's a uh, sometimes you're not promised tomorrow, but you can always prepare for tomorrow. Appreciate you, brother. So yeah. we want to celebrate 309 Day. Again, we do this every year. We stay in contact. But uh, there's something different about seeing each other. And like Kid was just saying, you know, reaching out to somebody. And uh, last year he was working a bit coming out to Oregon. And we were connecting, you know, a few times throughout the year. Even came out to the man cave one time. And we talked several times about just how good it feels to see somebody in person and to talk to them on the phone. You know, we can send a little text message or the the instagram dm or the you know the there's something different about when you actually look at somebody and just share your energy and your love and wish goodness and and health and and love on them so we invite you to do that like we did tonight it was a celebration i appreciate all my brothers i appreciate maintain my brother filet and uh it's just a, a beautiful thing we appreciate y'all riding with us on the hell years podcast we're coming back next week and we're gonna give it up for nate dog nate d-o-double-g is going down so yeah we we just call it a night and uh, it's all love hip-hop is health i don't think i have my sweeper ready to go so uh we'll just play the intro one more time peace right, 309ers yeah 309ers <laughs> 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 Real dogs! <laughs>